Hey guys, welcome to my 22nd episode of B Plus Thoughts. My name is B, also Beto, and today I kind of wanted to talk about some of my interests. You know, it this isn't really an advice type of episode or some kind of viewpoint. I just wanted to share some of the things that I like to do. And you know, I've I don't really talk about this to anyone because you know, growing up, I didn't want to, I, I never came out till I was maybe later on, older in my 20s, uh, so I never really talked about it, I never really wanted to share, because I was afraid that people would think, oh, okay, that's kind of kind of gay to watch that, or to do things like that, right? <laughs> but, now I want to talk about it in my episode, because I want to, and I can. So, here we go. Um... You know, growing up, I didn't really do much. When I went to school, I would go home, do my homework, and then all of a sudden I would watch TV, right? And at the time, you know, everybody everybody grows up watching different things, and I was just used to watching, you know, the novelas, the novelas on TV. So I would watch it. My mom really never, she didn't watch it that much either. Who got her into novelas, into watching novelas? Uh, because my mom was my best friend when I was younger, it was me. It was me. I loved watching novelas, and and it was one of those things that I still even remember now. Because when I watched novelas, it was <laughs> I laugh about it now. Because uh, I would secretly, you know, because I was still straight at the time, and I didn't, I had, I hadn't come out. So I was watching the novelas, and I was just like, damn, like. Because that's that's one of my things. I'm attracted to Latinos, not just Latin. I'm attracted to a lot more, you know, people of different ethnicities. But you know, one of the ones that I find most attractive is our Latinos. So the novelas had a lot of men, you know, Hispanic men, Latinos, and I was just like, damn. So I would just catch myself just staring at them, and I'm like, ooh, right. And then, but I would also find the women attractive. And and <laughs> it's one of those things I talked about it in previous episodes. I am gay because I do see myself, you know, marrying a man and you know having all this with a man. But I do find women attractive, and so that's one of the things that when I watched the novelas, you know, I looked at the women and I was like, wow, okay, they're attractive and they're beautiful and all this. They're pretty. They're um, they're nice to look at, right? easy on the eyes. So, that's that was me with novelas, but then, you know, every time you would see a scene with a shirtless a shirtless Latina, I'd be like, "Oof, okay. All right, that's that's hot. That's nice." <laughs> uh, but I couldn't share that before. I couldn't share that with anybody because that's embarrassing. You think it's embarrassing to be gay because that's what society taught you back then. That's something that wasn't talked about in schools, but kids would talk about it. Even little kids, oh, that's gay. That was one of the things back then. It's just people saying, you're so gay, that's gay, all this. If people say it now, but jokingly, um, I feel like people are more, are more accepting, maybe because I'm more aware as an adult of what is going on and the tone that people use. But, again, as a little kid, you know, I hit a lot of stuff because I was like, Ugh. And then, so novelas was one of the things. I did love sports, which is complete, the complete opposite of novelas, uh, and I still do. I am a sports junkie. If anybody really, really knows me and really understands how my brain works when it comes to sports, I love watching them. 
but not as much anymore. I still watch them, but it's more of a social thing. I'd rather watch them with people around me, with my mom, with my dad, with my friends, uh, with someone that I'm, I might be talking to. I like watching it with them. Um, but the biggest thing, and even still now to this day, I'm like the hugest, hugest, that's not even a word, or maybe it is, I don't know, fuck, I'm a teacher, but anyways, it doesn't matter. I'm the biggest stats, uh, I, don't, I don't know what to call it, I don't want to call myself a professional, because I'm not a professional. I love to analyze stats. I literally, like any sport, I love looking at stats. Anything from, like, you know, in in football, there's a lot of stats that you can analyze. In basketball, plus or minus uh, points, free throw attempts, free throws made, you know, field goals made, all that. In soccer, the stats, possession, how many shots on target, this and that. Any kind of stats. The biggest one, and my favorite, my favoriteest, I sound like a little kid, my favoriteest, my favoriteest sport to watch and my favoriteest sport to to analyze the stats in is baseball. I love baseball. For those of you that really know me, I'm a Yankees fan, and for some reason I always catch myself around people who hate the Yankees when the Yankees get eliminated from the playoffs, so every year is horrible and I end up drinking my life away. But aside from that, yes. Baseball is my favorite sport uh, to watch and to analyze. I can't say to play because I love playing soccer. Not anymore because I have bad knees and I, I sound very monotone because I'm just like, I don't play any sports right now. I just hit the gym. But, again, I love sports and I love analyzing stats in every sport. Love it. I just love it. And if I don't know the sport, I try to understand it. Shoot, I'm a big tennis fan as well. Uh, golf, sorry, sorry, golf is the, the, you know, one of those sports where I'm just like, hard pass, no thanks, but yeah, sports, um, another thing I like to watch on TV, and, you know, it's one of the things that I never really talked about, I got some of my friends into it lately, no, not really, oh, but there's more people I could talk about it now with, but it's the real housewives, so, Growing up, oh my goodness, there was only like about five, how many, shit, I don't even remember, um, excuse my language, <laughs> there were only five, six, seven, something like that, original housewives, I know all the way at the beginning there were only like a few, but then a whole bunch of cities started adding the real housewives of Beverly Hills, the real housewives of Orange County, the real housewives of Atlanta, real housewives of New Jersey, real housewives of this and that, then they started adding different franchises to, um, the Real Housewives, and it was all on the same network, every franchise had their own, you know, day that they would air a new episode, and I just loved it, I just loved that reality TV, I loved the drama, and I'm not going to lie, a lot of the situations that, you know, I grew up in, or the way I would respond to somebody, or the way I would act towards somebody, I would get it from The Real Housewives, which is why I learned, that, which is where I learned all my pettiness from, and all the little things that I do here and there. You know, I try to unlearn them sometimes because they're not healthy or responsible choices or nice choices. But, again, that's just because I love this show and I was so obsessed with it. And I kind of still am. You know, I'll watch it here and there, but I have a life right now. I have things to do, fun things to do. I have, I have to go out and enjoy my life. I have to enjoy my family. I work a lot. And then I'm even thinking about getting a second job right now, so I don't have as much time to 
to watch the shows, but that's one of the things that I really, really loved to do. Um, another thing that I really love to do, uh, and I've always talked about it, is camp. How many times did, you know, a lot of my friends that I know nowadays that I get along with, they're from camp. They're from camp. And we're all different. We all come in different shapes and sizes, different ethnicities, but we all come together for one specific purpose, and it's to um, provide kids, to provide kids an exciting camp that they'll never forget. Some of these camps are just regular camps. Some of these camps are for kids with special needs. Uh, some of these camps are for kids with, you know, illnesses. It, just a whole bunch of different camps that are available, and they're out there. I would recommend, I'm just saying, look out there, look for resources, make connections with people, um, because it's a volunteering opportunity, right? A lot of people are like, you go to summer camps and you don't get paid? And I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Like, mind your own business. It's fun. It's. It, I was creating memories. I started going to camp since I was seven. When I was seven, I became a camper because, as most of you know, I have a bleeding disorder, and I mentioned it in previous episodes. I have a bleeding disorder, uh, hemophilia A, severe. Uh, so I grew up in that community, in the hemophilia community, and we had our own camp. So starting at the age of seven, I would go to California by, what, nine years old, I think, two years later, Las Vegas created their own their own camp, so I started going to the Las Vegas one, and then I grew up all the way to 18. Once I, well, 16 because they made me a junior counselor when I was 16, so I was able to become a counselor, and that was fun. That was so much fun because once I turned 18 and I was able to be like a legit counselor, I never stopped. I never stopped until COVID. Thank you, COVID. But yes. And now, look at me, I'm 29, I've gone to camp, minus, minus these COVID years, these past two summers, I would say I've gone to camp, let's see, how old was I last time I went, oh, shoot, I was 27, I was 27, so I've been going to camp, so about 10 years, 9 years, 10 years, I've been a counselor, and it's so much fun, I've met so many people along the way, new friendships, old friendships, um, they're great experiences, and that's that's what I love to do, and I never really talked about it because a lot of people would always shut me down. I would always be like, hey, you should – even people who had nothing to do in the summer, I'm like, let's volunteer for camp. Like, come with me. It's going to be fun. A lot of people are like, are you going to be, like, sleeping in tents and this? No. 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 These summer camps are nice. They're in cabins. Yeah, they're not perfect. They don't have – some of them have their own bathroom. Some of them don't. Um, but they're all cabins nonetheless with bunk beds and – it's what a camp is supposed to be, and that's where, I don't know, that's what I, I loved to do. So, again, those, those were those were my main things growing up. I love to do those things, and I love to stay home, and I love to watch all those shows, and I never told anybody about it because I was afraid of being judged. I was afraid of people saying, oh, that's kind of gay, or I had no one I could relate to, and you know, that's all I needed back then, was someone to relate to, because that's how, and and I'll talk about this in a different episode, but relatability is an amazing thing, it's what makes beautiful connections, it's what uh, gives us an understanding into each other's worlds, but it's 
those are the things that I did love to do. And there are still a lot of things that, you know, I could go on and on about all the things that I did love, that I loved to do when I was growing up. You know, I didn't come out of the closet and I hadn't come out of the closet back then. So a lot of these things were hard to share, but now I don't really care. I'm having fun, right? So thank you for to listen. Uh, thank you. Oh, my my language is off right now. Thank you for listening to this episode, my 22nd episode. Please like, share my episode, and I will catch you guys soon for my 23rd. Thank you so much for listening. Again, I'll talk to you guys later. Peace out. Bye.